Hey everyone, welcome back to Voice of Crypto's podcast series. We have with us again, Neeraj Nagarkati, who is a global crypto tax accountant based in the UK. He's also an international tax consultant. Uh, we had Neeraj in our last two podcast episodes and he's back with us to give you some quick tips and tricks around crypto taxation. Hi Neeraj, how are you doing? Yes, I'm, I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, Very well. Great. Um, So I guess we should dive straight into it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think the first question that I have from you is one question that our audience has been awaiting very eagerly, and that is, uh, what are some tips that you have, some tax tips that you have for um, crypto investors or traders by which they can lower their crypto tax. Oh, right. Yeah, there's um, quite a number of strategies that you can use. And uh, I'll, I'll just say from the very start that uh, I'm looking at it mainly from a UK and USA perspective. So uh, a lot of these won't apply uh, for like an Indian taxpayer. However, it just gives you an idea of what uh, tax strategies other countries are using to uh, lower their taxes. And these are, um, I I call them tax tips, which are already there as part of the natural tax system. They weren't put in place by anyone else uh, because crypto uh, gains in, let's pick the simplest example where you you, uh, buy, Uh, one Bitcoin and it goes up to two Bitcoins in a period of time of appreciation that will be subject to uh, what you call a capital gains tax. And that happens when you sell the Bitcoin rather than just holding it. So um, a tax tip if... uh, you see that you know or there's no reason to sell is actually just holding on to your crypto long term and that means that uh, you won't be taxed on what i call the locked in gains or unrealized gains uh, as it were because you've got like almost a stored value of you know that one bitcoin so if it's you bought it for one it's worth two and you're just holding on to it, you haven't sold it, uh, or you haven't disposed of it, then uh, you wouldn't ordinarily be taxed on those gains. And this could be a a tax tip, uh, which is common in India, and especially with the higher rates of taxation coming in or already in place. Mm. So that is, one example of a, a good tax tip. Mm. Or from the other side, you can also say that if you just, you, you know, if you just bought it, bought some crypto, that wouldn't, uh, with cash, of course, that wouldn't necessarily um, trigger any uh, taxable event. And mm. by that, I mean any tax consequence, whether it's nice. a payment or sometimes if it's a loss, a refund. And a few other strategies could involve um, gifting and 
for example, in the US, you can give up to uh, 16,000 US dollars to family or friends, and uh, you wouldn't uh, pay that capital gains when you um, dispose of it. Uh, but what happens is that the person who receives the gift of crypto, they take on uh, the cost on which you bought it. So uh, it, it's a way so that, uh, you know, the so as to not have a, they have to have a, because they didn't receive, they didn't pay anything for it. Uh, they naturally would have, um, they inherit your your cost, the, the amount that you paid for it, so that when they sell it on, uh, they uh, are taking, um, you know, they'll use the original cost there. Yeah. Uh, another way, um, which is fairly common, and this is typical, could be typical of a lot of countries, is donating crypto to charity. Right. And especially if it's like a, a registered charity or it could be a tax exempt organization, then this could uh, be beneficial both to you mm. because you sell it at, uh, well, essentially it's not selling, it's donating it uh, yeah. as long as you don't get anything in return for it. Mm. So if there's some kind of you know, sponsorship or mm -hmm. anything, it really has to be a genuine donation with no expectation that the charity will do anything for you mm. other than you know, send you a, a thank you letter. And actually <laughs> this has been quite an interesting area because a lot of uh, um, charities could pick up crypto as like a new source of revenue uh, charities by nature are um, in the main tax-free uh, mm -hmm. institutions so any income that they receive as long as it it's for like the charitable aims and either it could be for education helping mm. to reduce poverty it could be climate change then this um, is a really new source of income for them mm. And in the UK, for example, we've seen a uh, famous charity like uh, the Royal National Lifeboat Institution. Yeah. And they've had a trial and they've uh, come out with, I think, the equivalent of uh, their wallet uh, proceeds show oh. something like $50,000. Mm. Uh, so this is um, really a, a good way for both the, the giver and the recipient to... Uh, benefit from it tax-free mm. but you also have to check whether the charity is registered and exactly mainly on their website they would they would say that this is the case and they'll usually have like in their frequently asked questions mm. yes you can donate tax-free plus i think so, um, a lot of while donating crypto for charities i feel a lot of research needs to go into it because uh, i have personally come across a lot of uh, websites which ask for charity in crypto but they turn out to be scams so would you have any advice for let's say newcomers who would want to donate in crypto or uh, anything on that line all right uh, yeah well uh, in 
the UK and USA, you mm. would have like a register of charities and right. they would usually have a uh, registered company number, which you could check with an external website. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, like almost like the government register and it will mm. come up with all the details, the names of the trustees. And uh, if it's, you know, something that you saw in a telegram group and you want, it's okay. worth doing once again, the research to uh, find out, uh, you know, of course, you'll want to know where the crypto goes to mm. and uh, to make sure that it's a, it's a dependable and um, viable charity. And mm. yeah, the uh, register of charities in whichever country you're in is usually the uh, a good, uh, reliable, that's the word. It's a yeah. reliable source uh, before you donate. But of course, yeah, if something looks genuine, if it's mm. something that is current, that can touch on hearts, touch on hearts, then sometimes, you know, the, the transaction um, uh, takes place quicker and, you know, it's too late. But yeah, mm. um, register of charities is how I can... Um, offer as a tip right um also do got, the tax oh. lowering tips apply to most of the countries or um what countries do these tax lowering tips apply to all oh, right yeah so they would apply in countries where um crypto is seen as a uh, capital asset and mm. by that i mean something which you which is not cash but you can buy um, as almost like personal property which you can later sell for a profit and that you can pay tax on later so uh, for example this is very common in you know uk ireland usa and canada australia new zealand and uh, then they have other um tax tips uh, as well, uh, not just, uh, you know, giving and donating. Uh, would your listeners like to listen to some more uh, tax tips <laughs> to reduce the crypto tax bill? Mm. Okay, sure. All right, yeah. So uh, some other things that you see as well uh, like um, transferring your crypto to either a partner or a spouse. Yeah. And uh, a lot of countries would have uh, in the tax system, you know, you either file jointly or you, you can file individually, but they have a, um, each individual has a, um, a, a tax-free allowance, which you can mm -hmm. use up. And say, for example, uh, in the UK, you've got, say, uh, a spouse who's got $20,000, mm. uh, a tax-free, uh, which has not been used, oh. of an allowance, then it makes sense to transfer the crypto to their wallet. Mm. And that is, um, you know, tax-free and it will be transferred on what you call no gain, no loss. So similar to the gifting, actually, 
they mm -hmm. will take on your uh, cost, but there won't be any tax consequences for uh, selling or, in, I suppose, gifting, you could call it. It's giving your um, spouse that uh, amount of crypto as well. So that's a really um, powerful thing that you can use in terms of uh, lowering your tax bill. And I, I picked up on the uh, tax-free allowance as well. Yes. So uh, usually in you know the US, UK, uh, wherever else, you'll have like a an allowance which is separate from ordinary income. Mm. So this is purely related to capital right. gains, and in that uh, you'll have a limit or a slab. Uh, which is 0% up to a certain limit, hmm. which is uh, fantastic because you won't be taxed on your, uh, on the first, whatever it is. Uh, in the UK, it's uh, £12,300. In the UK, hmm. it'll, in the USA, it could be different. But hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, these tax-free allowances and transferring spouses, hmm. you can use these as a combination as well. Hmm. Sounds good. Um, is, are there any other uh, what tips and tricks that you would like to add? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with crypto transactions also yeah. comes uh, transaction fees. And hmm. these uh, can be, depending on which uh, chain you're on, they can be quite high. I think Ethereum is known mm -hmm. to have uh, relatively high gas fees yeah. or trading fees. And as long as the transaction fee is related to the crypto that you bought, you can track it and you can there's mm. easily a link between the two, then you can deduct those from your tax bill as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, quite uh, beneficial as well. And even in some instances, uh, things like uh, crypto tax software and <laughs> dare I say, it, oh, if wow. it's you know if you can justify that it is you genuinely needed an accountant to help you like with an investment mm -hmm. strategy or something, then even the the professionals fees could be deducted, and I say oh. could with a uh, small c. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Um, other tips could be, for example, it's this one is more of a. Um, actually, this is a, something that you might not think of originally, mm. but uh, with in India at the moment, you've got uh, the thirty percent tax, and it's right. on, on profits, and mm. you can't deduct uh, losses from that. Mm. However where you have in countries such as once again UK, USA, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, mm. then uh, where it's uh, crypto is treated as more of a capital asset or mm. property really, uh, then you uh, can indeed fine. I usually say that uh, fine uh, if you've made losses in crypto, they aren't mm. the best. However, you can, uh, 
offset or basically reduce the crypto uh, gains that you made with mm. losses that you had earlier in the year. And if you can lock those in, then that's uh, usually a gr great tip to reduce your tax bill. And usually it would be for the same crypto. So it's Bitcoin gain versus Bitcoin reduced by Bitcoin loss, Ethereum gain versus Ethereum loss. So it's really in terms of those um, areas that you can reduce your tax bill. Mm. And uh, the other thing about losses as well is that you are able to carry them forward and uh, sometimes indefinitely, depending on the country that you're in, because it'll only be a matter of time that you will have a gain and a, uh, some, some tax to pay, but you'll be able to reduce your tax bill, which is <laughs> the main thing there. Um, yeah, as well, you could, if you crypto is held in your personal name, uh, this is more of a long-term planning tool. Uh, mm. It's where you transfer your crypto to a company and the reason for doing that, what will happen first is that uh, when you make, and you do it in the same country, of course, mm. I'd add, because this is global tax, but you, you do it in the same country where you're a tax resident. Mm. By doing that initial transfer, however, that uh, would uh, generate some kind of capital gains tax. Mm. However, it's if you have um, crypto which is valued fairly low, and this could be where you have, you know, new projects where mm. the valuation is still, you know, fairly close to zero, then mm -hmm. transferring those cryptos into a company without paying a lot of tax, like minimal tax, and then realizing the gains, seeing those gains mm. in that company. Um, in general, uh, depending on how you plan it, uh, mm. company taxes uh, are a lot lower than income taxes as well, and right. or or capital gains rates as well. And mm. the other thing is that you can deduct uh, business expenses as well. So mm. you can, uh, I don't know if uh, people, you know, they might have some travel expenses or mileage what that mileage <laughs> would be <laughs> I, I i don't know but um you can um for sure you know take out a, a, a minimum salary for yourself right uh, as a director because you know as a company director you're running hmm. the the show and you can uh, have you can take out dividends mm. instead of uh, crypto. So that's the one thing that uh, you may not be able to do. Fine, you can take out dividends in cash rather than no. uh, crypto. Mm -hmm. But uh, as a tax planning tool, uh, moving, especially after a certain limit, then you can have a comparison okay, what am I expected mm. gains the next 12 or even three to six months, really? And then no. from my personal standpoint, 
what would be the same within a company and then mm. you do a comparison and if it looks like it's worth it then yeah for sure absolutely you can yes uh, take out uh, or not take out but uh, create a new company transfer your crypto and you've still got control of it uh, of course in this instance the main uh, issue is that uh, you would also have to open a uh, a wallet or exchange account for hmm. your uh, crypto company and i mean in the, in in general this is fine but sometimes you might have uh, some hmm. uh, it's when when it comes to converting back from crypto to uh, fiat or your hmm. indian rupee or us dollar or uk pound that you have a crypto friendly bank on the other side as well so generally mm -hmm. uh, a uh, crypto a friendly bank mm. with uh, you know some crypto trading is fairly uh, useful and i believe you revolut and kraken are two um providers which uh, have that facility uh, once again whether they have that in india I'm not sure, and there might be alternatives, mm -hmm. but yeah. th these are the ones which I'm seeing, which are fairly common in the UK. And uh, just a couple more, um, mm. and one will be the nuclear option. <laughs> yeah. And, and one uh, which is a bit more subtle. So uh, I'll go with a subtle one. So mm. here, if you are on the threshold of what we call a bracket or yes. slab more in hmm. um, Indian terms. Yes. Say if you, it's, you, you're on, uh, it could be 51,000 uh, hmm. pounds USD and 50,000 is, takes you into the higher slab or bracket. Right. Then if you contribute an extra say cash, into like a either pension or you make a donation or some you do anything to reduce your mm. ordinary income that's subject to tax then you go into a, a lower rate of tax you, you okay. become a basic taxpayer and that can mean the difference between paying 10% uh, capital gains in the UK and even 20% so that's uh, just by making that one transaction and there's no crypto involved here. It's right. purely a cash contribution to a pension to reduce your tax bill. Hmm. And the last one, which is pretty fun uh, because exciting. Hmm. Um, if none of those, uh, or it's, I think it's more, if all of those strategies you've tried and <laughs> you've still made quite some yeah. and quite a number of gains, then uh, the best, the nuclear option, well, it's not really nuclear, but um, hmm. the it could it could be the last resort it could be the first resort for some people mm. is to go to a tax-free country for crypto <laughs> yeah that does sound i like certainly built that up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah and these jurisdictions i mentioned earlier um mm. or better i can mention them again uh, like uh, Dubai, which is, mm. which I imagine, is a fairly nice destination for um, Indian citizens, so right. 
familiarity mm. and Indian community there in uh, Dubai as well. Yes. And uh, Singapore as well, mm. which doesn't have capital gains tax. And uh, Portugal, which uh, could be a, uh, I suppose, like a, I, I remember as well, actually, when Mm. people from India coming to the UK as in like if only there was a place which was you know uh which had the warmth of India and mm. the you know the European uh or the values of Britain and mm. uh, I, I think Portugal could uh, live up to that reputation actually there's quite mm. a number of uh, it's fairly warm in the summers and uh, yeah, and UK and Portugal have historical ties as well. But uh, right, yeah, those are my um, crypto tax reduction tips. Mm. And of course, uh, you know, you can uh, use these, and mm. you'll be absolutely fine. Uh, you know, as long as you know you're playing within the rules and exactly yes also of course crypto tax software so that you've mm. got a good number of uh, keeping tabs on your transactions mm. so you know what um gain goes against what loss mm. uh, these are all uh tools in the armory of like a crypto investor <laughs> right I think that this session was an eye-opener for me too, because there were quite a couple of points that I had no clue about, like we can reduce, like we can deduct the transaction fee from the taxes really? that we give. And I was in fact worried about the crypto tax, the 30% tax on profit. And I'm sure so are a lot of Indians and there were quite a bit of tips for people residing in the US and UK as well. So I feel like, um, it was indeed an eye-opener for a lot of us and for any other information that our listeners might need i'm sure um, they can get it from your blog crypto tax geek where you post such content quite often yes so they can either log on to cryptotaxgeek.com or send send me an email uh, info at cryptotaxgeek.com or i'm across I'm posted as crypto tax geek across all social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, uh, very enriching episode today, Niraj. I think we'll uh, be back to our listeners with another fun podcast in a few days. Thank you everyone for joining us today. We'll be back soon. Great. Thank you so much, Niraj. I think this was, I mean, apart from just saying it for the sake of it, it was truly, I think, an educational um, sort of a lecture for me. <laughs> I was oh, right. I, okay. I, yeah, I sure, down yeah. notes because I recently crossed the tax lab in India and I was mm. uh, worried about my taxes and how I will get past that, especially um, the taxes on cryptocurrencies. Now that I'm mm. half of my income is being transferred to me in cryptocurrencies. I'm sure I'll mm. separately connect with you about that too, if you can guide me through that. 
However, I, I'm sure I cannot afford your fee as my <laughs> accountant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be Indian accountant. I, I know a few number of Indian accountants. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, it, yeah. And uh, it would, it's almost, always beneficial to get a local mm -hmm. uh, sure. to, to do it. I mean, I, I've had experience in India uh, in terms of like uh, with Indian companies and mm -hmm. I've given the data to like the company data to mm. Indian accountants, they prepare it, I review it and things oh. like the ITR six, for example, mm -hmm. that income tax for companies have had to look at that and mm. even been involved in a project where building, uh, not crypto tax, but mm. the tax software for oh, the Indian tax mm. return. So it was looking through, um, essentially going to like, Mumbai to a tax mm. advisor and looking at every single page <laughs> and asking them <laughs> how it connected both, yeah. uh, how the pages connected mm. uh, with each other and also how each, you know, say for example, you have a, you put a, num a number mm. in on the first page or you might put in a, uh, your name, for example, and then you mm. or the bank account number, and you see where in else that links to in the tax return. Oh, something like that. Nice. I think um, we have what? Oh God, we have only fifteen minutes left. All right. Okay. <laughs> Should we? Um, do you have? Can you like be around? Stick around for like fifteen more minutes. So we can record two 15 minute episodes quickly. Or if you want, we can allot. Oh, right. Okay. Whatever um, I reckon we can do this another uh, time, actually. I think that works. I think yeah. around the weekend, if you're free or. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I reckon one 15, I think we've got enough content for three episodes for two more episodes right yes yes in that case i reckon we what i'll do is i'll put in a couple of more questions in just so that i'd rather have more and then you can reduce it rather than have hmm. too little and then maybe a 15 minute and a five minute episode of course sounds good is that okay cool sounds uh, good. yes i am about at the weekend actually all right then i think um uh, we can take up both the episodes on the weekend rather than... Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, yeah. actually. Perfect, perfect. And I'll have a think of some more questions and uh, we could do it... Actually, hmm. uh, Sunday is quite a good day for me. Works for me too. Whatever time you suggest. Okay. Should we just do it at the same time? <laughs> because right. that way it's perfect. quite easy. Sunday at 1 p.m. Yes. I will send a Zoom meeting link to you. Okay, sure. Most probably. Excellent. All right. And yeah, just throw it a couple. I'll throw it. Or if you can think of any questions, then fine. But uh, uh, if there's anything I can think of that would be yep. genuinely I beneficial. I will look for some India-specific questions and we can probably have a series like those two episodes could be 
for India and Southeast Asian countries. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, of course. Okay, sure. Okay. If you could then think of those questions uh, sooner, I can do some research on my side and pick mm -hmm. out which other Asian countries are seen as interesting for Indian perspective. Is it, say, Singapore and Yeah. Then there's Dubai. China, there's Dubai, um, and um, I think let's leave China out because okay, the, yeah, we have a lot of that could be a separate episode altogether because <laughs> of the regulatory concerns in that area. However, okay. we can include um, next door neighbors to India, like probably Pakistan, and mm -hmm. uh, we can have Turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Dubai, Singapore, Turkey, Pakistan, that should do. I think uh, just those three, yeah. Yep. Pakistan, Turkey, Dubai, and yeah, I, I think that would actually, we don't need any further questions. Of course. I believe it looks like, because if I talk about those countries, then that will make it complete, yeah. Yes, I think so too. Hmm. Excellent. All right. Great. All right. Well, thanks so much. And thank you for you joining on... in. And oh, as welcome. usual, it's great talking to you. <laughs> sure. All right. See you then. Good day. Bye bye. Bye bye.